welcome. First of all, welcome. This is Unsolicited Perspectives. I'm Bruce Anthony, your host here to lead the conversation in important events and topics that are shaping today's society. Follow us and join the conversation wherever you get your audio podcasts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to get our video podcast. Like, comment, rate, review, share. Share with your friends, share with your family, hell, even share with your enemies. On today's episode, it's the Sibling Happy Hour. I'm here with my sis, Jay Andrea. We're going to be talking about Gen Z getting older than millennials. We're also going to be talking about Republican governors not wanting to feed the kids. And then last but not least, Republican congressmen want to bring cousin love back. But that's enough for the intro. Let's get to the show. What up, sis? What up, brother? Man, I can't call it. I can't call it. I'm just sitting here ready to do this show. I was mad that my glasses don't work because of the lighting. I'm going to get somebody professional to come in here to do the lighting for me because uh, I'm tired of playing with this. And you know what it is? Also, you were asking me how I get mine to th- my our anti-glare. Oh, so okay. that is just part of the you know, package yeah. I got for my glasses. You know, I got to get the super glasses. For those uh, watching on the video, I just put on my glasses as a glare, so I'm going to take them off. But I look exactly like my father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like like eerily like my father. I put those glasses on, and I was like, Dad? No, it's just me. Well, you know, you get uh, half of your genetic material <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> from your father yeah. and half yeah. from your mother. And so, you know. I told you the story, but I haven't told the audience. One time I was in the gym working out and in this one particular section where there are all the dumbbells and benches, it's like surrounded by mirrors. Mm-hmm. And I look up, you know, half kind of blurry because I just finished working, doing something. And I look to the side and I'm like, Dad, it wasn't my father. It was me. It was my reflection stare yeah. right back at me. Yeah. Well, my for me, I'm, I think I'm a pretty good mix of both of our parents. So depending on who I'm in the picture with, people mm-hmm. are like, oh, you look just like your mom or, oh, you look just like your dad. And then I, I showed pictures to uh, a friend of mine and she was like, damn, I had never seen a half, just, you just half, just half your mama, <laughs> half, half your dad, like right down the middle. I was like, yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You, you the you the one right smack dab in the middle. Uh, and thank you, mom and dad, because contrary to how I may look right now on this video sc- screen, because I'm tired. You know, I, I, yeah. this is a full time job, and I and I have a regular full time job, and yeah. I have other side gigs that I do. I, I'm tired, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah. yeah, thank you, mom and dad, because we are aging well. Yeah. I mean, listen, I tell you this all the time, but your skin looks fantastic. Thank you. I spent enough money to make sure the skin looked fantastic. I I have seen the Amazon list, so the Amazon cart, so I do know that. That you you put a lot of effort into your skincare. I mean, the next thing is... Oh, thank you. Uh, me and you were talking about the eye cream stuff. That's the next thing because finally, yeah. finally, my the age is starting to happen where like I'm starting to get bags into my eyes, and I'm like, nah. Mm-hmm. I'm about to holler at you about uh, one of the one of my old girlfriends had anti aging hand cream. 
Oh, yes. And, yeah. And I was like, well, your hands don't age. And I was looking at my hands earlier today. They was just ashy because, you know, I wash my hands like literally. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not a obsession compulsion, but maybe it is because every yeah. time I touch something, I wash my hands. Yeah. So I wash my hands, no lie, 10 to 15 to 20 times a day. Yeah. Um, it's, it's that excessive. much. It's excessive. Yeah. And yeah. um yeah, I was looking at my hands. And I was like, I really need to start using more lotion after I need to use lotion every time I wash my hands. So that's that's one of the places uh, that people don't focus on when it comes to anti-aging is their mm-hmm. hands and their neck. Mm-hmm. Well, I focus on the neck because the, the gotta, face cream is for the neck as well. But I feel like the first places you start to age are is your neck and your hands. Mm-hmm. What then, am I seeing in my hands? Plus, it's cold yeah. as hell. It was 21 degrees today. All you need is, uh, listen, in the wintertime, only thing I do, same lotion. That Vaseline intensive put, care? I just, no, I use uh, I use CeraVe. I'm, I'm a CeraVe okay. girl. Pretty much okay. all of my products are CeraVe. But I take that same cream, and then I just put a dollop of, <laughs> <laughs> just a dollop. Of Vaseline. If anybody's watching the video, I just did a little dollop. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little dollop. I, take, I take a little dollop of Vaseline and I add the Vaseline to my hand cream in the wintertime. That's it. Just add some Vaseline. Okay. And I got a, plenty of Vaseline. It's a really good skin protectant. Yes. Yeah, I've been using uh, one girl that I, uh, I was dating introduced me to Vaseline because I was addict, addicted to chapstick. Mm-hmm. And she introduced me to Vaseline. I was like, yeah, I do remember back in the day, girls would put Vaseline on their face right before they was getting ready to fight as a right. joke. Uh, what's the other stuff? Apopur or Apopur? Oh, uh, Aquaphor. Aquaphor okay. is also really good. Aquaphor yeah, is I- just Vaseline. Like, I, it, I mean, there's some extra stuff in there, but to me, it's petroleum jelly. Like, that's what yeah. it is. Well, I it's, got that it, here. I forgot Vaseline. I even had it here, but I had it here just for the tattoos. You're supposed to put mm-hmm. that on your tattoos when you get tattoos. Yes. Um, and again, right. on my tattoos, Vaseline. I use Vaseline. Like, it's okay. it's it's a dollar for a little tub. <laughs> like, you can't go wrong with Vaseline. It's a great, for my face, for my hands, doesn't matter. I use Vaseline. It's a great skin protectant. Well, it's it's this all this talking about skincare and the things that mm-hmm. we do to combat aging was for a point. It was a setup. <laughs> the setup was the setup was um, I forgot who it was. Somebody sent if me. If you tee it up right, you don't have to tell now, people. I I like to. I I did tee it up right, but I also want to. Let everybody know that I teed it up right. I want right. some acknowledgement okay. out here. Okay. Right. I want, no, I want, yeah. some, I want some acknowledgement fair. out here. That's you know, I, there's no feedback right now. There's no crowd or anything like that. And I'm right. really not getting feedback like, oh, yeah, that tee up was really good. No, I don't yeah. get that. So I'm going <laughs> to pat myself on the back for this okay. great segue. But uh, I got sent a, it was either a TikTok or a reel from Instagram about a young mm-hmm. man who was 25 years old talking about him aging. And and the basic premise was that Gen Zers are aging more rapidly than millennials. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is an interesting you know, topic. And I think there's a variety, number of reasons why Gen yeah. Z is aging. And it was, I saw something the other day on Instagram where it was like 90s celebrities. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, like them on the red carpet or something like that. And they look beautiful, skin flawless. Yeah. And you look at these young kids now. 
and you take away these filters and everything, some of these young kids look old. Yeah. Some of these kids look old. I and mean, some of these you, millennials that are my age look young. You put a guy like Pete Davidson next to Regina King. Right. And you just wonder what happened. What happened? <laughs> and, and I think um, the, what the guy said in the video, the reason why Gen Zers are aging is because of stress. Mm-hmm. And, and there's going to be some generations out there, boomers, boomers. Boomers are yeah. quick to say to the young generation that they're that they're lazy and that they have mm-hmm. it easy. And I don't think that's a fair assessment. And that's the reason why Gen Z calls out and even millennials call out boomers like you don't know my life and they yeah. don't. Yeah. So I will say Gen Z and young millennials did grow up in a more stressful time because they literally went to school during active shooting drills. Yeah. Like I graduated out. Columbine was 97. I graduated in high school in 98. Yeah. And even though Columbine was an anomaly at that time, like there weren't yes. a bunch of mass shootings. Um, even with our younger brother graduated, there wasn't a bunch of mass shootings. Right. Then all of a sudden, the those like early 2000s hit. And it felt like it was a mass sh- shooting or two every year. And yeah. that's when they had to do the drills. So you think about it. These kids have been doing drills, scared to go to school mm-hmm. since they were in kindergarten. Yeah. And I think about, you know, as millennials, we came of age in a, in a time of war and we went off to fight the war, mm-hmm. but they were born just at war. Like they yep. did just didn't know anything else. Um, they don't and then, know any peace. Yeah. And just the thought of the role that like the internet plays in their lives. Mm-hmm. And it's such a toxic place. You know, us, when we remember the internet, you know, when we were younger, it just, it was, uh, the internet was always toxic, right? Because people are always going to take stuff and pervert yeah. it. Yeah. So you got the, well, back when we were, it was AOL chat rooms and MSN mm-hmm. chat rooms and things like that. And, uh, you know, you, you had to be careful of perverts. But Perverts has always been out there. Perverts are always going to be where the action is, okay? They're going to be where the people are. I mean, Okay, all right. That's what, a little bit better. Not where yeah. the action is. I don't know if that's the place you want to use. <laughs> the perverts are going to be where the action is. Don't stop. Don't double down on it. <laughs> double, <laughs> I double down on it. You're going to get I us chose, canceled. I chose my words. <laughs> and I double down on it. No, okay. but I mean, they're going to be, uh, you know, perverts are going to show up where the people are. Right. Um, but we just didn't, when you came home from school, any bullying you had in school stopped when you got home. It stopped there. Yeah. yeah. Unless they lived in your neighborhood. But even then, right. you, know, you could or, get home. Yeah. You or, got home, you know, there was a safe haven. The bully was in your family. But other than that. Yeah, and we had some bullies <laughs> in our family. But other than that, you know, um, when you got home from school, like there was that safe haven, that barrier between you and the world and the kids nowadays and you know Gen Z was really that first generation of where there's no barrier. Yeah, and there's no barrier. There's no escape. And and the outside world, they can't escape it. The internet is so ingrained in their lives. Like 
they have to be on it for school. They have mm-hmm. to be on it for their jobs, just to connect. Any mm-hmm. little thing, like you have to be on it. And there's really just no escape for them for all of that stress, bad information, misinformation, just straight up lies. Well, see, just- that's another thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Like the older generation, Greta Thornburg. So mm-hmm. a lot of, I, I remember getting an argument with a, a 60-year-old client of mine. This is, she doesn't even know anything. That's her parents filling her head with, with information. And I was like, you know, I've heard this talking point before. But why do you feel that way? Because I didn't know anything. I was 15. I was like, you didn't have access to information like she does. It's completely different. She has, and you ac- didn't she has way more have access. To. Right. And you didn't have to. You were safe and secure and protected. Right. Yeah. But now I, I remember Dave Chappelle talking to a bunch of kids and he says, I've, I'm scared for your generation. And the reason why I'm scared for your generation is because he was he was talking about when uh, I guess it was just a Voyager when the Voyager took off. Mm-hmm. I, I want somebody's going to correct me, but when the spaceship took off and everybody was watching in the classroom and it blew up, mm-hmm. that was a traumatic experience for that generation. But that yeah. wasn't every day. He says now your generation is seeing that every single day when it comes to cop shootings. Yeah. It comes to natural disasters. It comes from, you know, hate that's hate legislation is being filled uh, uh, or wars. It's, it's like you see something like that every day mm-hmm. that would be stressful and wear, and wear you down. And yeah. that will cause you to age rapidly. Yeah. Also, don't get me wrong. We did our fair share of drinking and smoking weed and smoking cigarettes. But these kids is using that vape, and the vape is worse than cigarettes. Yeah. Also, these kids are doing cosmetic stuff to their body, like mm-hmm. Botox, mm-hmm. Um, before they're fully developed, before their yeah. face is fully developed. That yeah. is causing, like, I'm sorry, Gen Z out there, you should not have to use Botox before you're 30. Yeah. You should Unless, stay uh, with I, Well, there's, Okay. You shouldn't be using it cosmetically. If you have migraines or you're an excessive sweater, yes, you can get Botox injections and it's helpful for migraines. Or if you are an excessive sweater, uh, uh, I'm an excessive face sweater. So I've always, I've also considered- That runs in the family. Everybody is a face sweater in our family. And for for the YouTube, it was the Challenger space shuttle in 86. Okay, thank you. We do know- When I said the Voyager- that, yeah. that was a Star Voyager Trek. Voyager is <laughs> definitely Star Trek, but that's okay. I blame mom and dad and I blame mom and dad and our brother because yeah. I'm not a Star Trek fan at all. But anytime I'm around them and the TV is on, most of the time it's on some form of Star Trek. Yes. I just I knew Voyager was something in outer space. And this is how you also know that we're not Star Trek people because we say Star Trek. We know it's Trek. Like, we know it's Trek. No, I I thought it was Trek. I don't know about this stuff. No, it's Star Trek. Okay. (laughs) But but you'll notice people who, because a Trek is a journey or a voyage or whatever. Okay. Yeah, man, I guess it makes sense. But I call it Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek to me. So there might be some other, going back to these these young kids, you know, 
I mean, student student debt, unemployment, inflation. Yeah. I mean, these are things that older millennials are dealing with, but we're, but we're kind of a little bit more established. So even right. though we're dealing with a fa- with inflation, like we have jobs, we have established careers at this point. Right. So we've we been have dealing steady- with our student debt for you know about fifteen years now. So and we our student got debt it. isn't what their student debt is now because college right. is way more expensive than it was when we went to college. Like that we gra- I graduated from college. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you because you back in school. I'm back uh, in school. So I literally, yeah. I literally graduated from college twenty years ago. I, damn, I'm getting old. Yes, mm-hmm. I literally graduated from college twenty years ago. So it's majorly different. So these kids yeah. is, is dealing with a lot of stuff. I'm not going to say there. I've read some lists and I'm not going to say that these kids aren't paying attention to their diet and nutrition because a lot of kids are really, really into fitness. Yeah. So, yeah. I, and, and really into nutrition, I'm seeing a, the, the biggest, the biggest generation that's involved in fitness is the Gen Z uh, generation. I mean, mm-hmm. millennials now, now are involved. But when I was 25, that's when I finally got into fitness. But from like 18 to 25, you know, I would hit the little gym a little bit, but I wasn't serious about it. These kids are serious. They're on programs. They're hiring trainers. They're getting their nutrition. So their their diets are cool, but then there's still some uh, Gen Z people out there that take bad diet advice from these yeah. TikTokers that say, we well, eat this and eat that. No, they're not a registered nutritionist, mm-hmm. registered dietitian, dietitian yeah. which is a better version and a more educated version, a more knowledgeable version than a nutritionist. I'm a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Registered dietitian actually has a degree. Yes. I have a certificate. <laughs> so, so I went to, I went and got to, I went to school and got, did a little bit of study and, and got yes. a certificate. Right. Registered dietitian, they actually have a degree. So like these TikTokers, don't be listening to these TikTokers unless they're a bona fide nutritionist or mm-hmm. a registered dietitian, but these are all the signs that Gen Z is is aging. But I tell you what, don't worry about it, Gen Z. Yeah, don't. Don't, don't. worry about it, because at some point you're gonna stop aging. Right. Maybe you just age early. Maybe you just you know, <laughs> hey, listen. early onset aging. <laughs> but uh, hey, listen, I found uh, a picture from like my graduation from high school. And mm-hmm. I was like, mm, I look very similar. And it's not because I haven't aged. It's because I was already grown looking. <laughs> That's true. You've been grown. When you've I was been grown young. Since, yeah, you've been grown since you was about 13. I've been grown since I, <laughs> I've looked like a full adult since I was about 13, 14 yeah. years old. Yeah. So when I when people look at me, they're like, wow, you haven't aged much. I was like, no, I got old real fast. <laughs> and then I just kind of stagnated. Yeah. And that's where I've been. Yeah. But yeah. see, we looked because I got that too, but I got that more because of my height, mm-hmm. right? I, I was always assumed older. You know, I was walking in the liquor stores at 17, 18 years old. Yeah. Nobody was questioning because it was just like, well, he, I got a little peach fuzz on my face. It's like, right. nobody, you know, he must that's be a, of age. That's a grown man. That's a grown man. No, I was not. I was but, a kid. And I go back and look at the pictures and I was like, I look like a kid. No, yeah. I, I'm just tall. <laughs> yeah. I look like a kid. But you know what else, though? What's important? And as far as our aging, um, you know, I said it before, and I'm going to really harp on it, is food and water. Mm-hmm. Like those things are so good for your body and they help with the aging. They help with everything. Proper nutrition ha- helps with brain function, with mm-hmm. memory. Uh, hey, hey, gentlemen, testosterone, that prostate 
<laughs> you know, when, when you get, hey, gentlemen, when you get to be about 30 years, eight, 30 years old, your testosterone decides to decrease right. rapidly. And if you're not in shape, eating right, drinking water, then certain instruments that you have will stop using because the main ingredient to get them bad boys to work is testosterone. So, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, just just want to put it out there. But food is important. Food is so very, very important, which is why I do not. It it doesn't matter if it's in a, you know, hydro flask or Yeti or a Stanley cup. It truly. (laughs) Guess what? It's just a thermos. That ain't nothing but a thermos to keep your drink cold. That's what we used to have back in the day. Thermos thermos. brand. Yeah. (laughs) Thermos brand water. Well, we didn't have the technology to have it to keep anything cold. It was only to keep stuff hot. Now, if you had the little ice pack, that thermos. Well, okay, yeah, if you had the ice pretty, pack, <laughs> it would stay pretty cold. Oh, you remember what I? You remember what I remember? Mm-hmm. Being in uh, school, having a little uh, thermos. Mom packed a little hot chocolate. Yes, so you could have during lunch. Yeah. Speaking of kids and lunch. We're going to talk about why Republicans are trying to starve these kids. That's coming up next. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's Bruce Anthony here, and welcome to another episode of Unsolicited Perspectives. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind lately, the importance of staying hydrated and taking care of ourselves. Whether it's prioritizing our health and wellness, or gearing up for festival seasons, or just gearing up for whatever season or time of year, there's one brand that's been my go-to for all things hydration. Liquid IV. Speaking of health and wellness, let's dive into how Liquid IV can fuel your well-being. Imagine starting your day off right, feeling refreshed and energized. Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier is the missing piece in your daily routine. With just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. It's perfect for those early mornings, pre-workout boosts, Moments when you're just feeling run down, or even after a late night or long flights. I absolutely love how convenient Liquid IV is. The packaging makes it easy to bring with me wherever I go. And let me tell you, it's become vital daily part of my routine. The flavors, <laughs> let me tell you something, they're incredible. From refreshing sea berry and strawberry lemonade to classics like lemon lime and watermelon, there's a flavor for every preference. It's like a burst of hydration with a hint of deliciousness. Picture this, one stick of liquid IV mixed in 16 ounces of water, hydrating you two times faster and more efficient than water alone. And with 12 mouth water and flavors, you'll never get bored with your hydration routine. Plus, liquid IV is packed with five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and of course, vitamin C. It's also made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, free of gluten, dairy, and soy. This is hydration at its finest. But it doesn't stop there. Liquid IV believes that access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. That's why they partner with leading organizations finding innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. It's incredible to know that Liquid IV has already donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. They truly walk the talk. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code unsolicited at checkout. 
That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code unsolicited at liquidiv.com. Remember folks, taking care of ourselves should always be a priority. So why wait? Head over to liquidiv.com, pick your favorite flavors, and experience hydration like never before. Stay refreshed, stay hydrated, and keep rocking those unsolicited perspectives. Okay, Jay, so on the Tuesday show, I opened it up by talking about Mississippi Mm -hmm. because you sent me an article It was either yesterday or today uh, that was in the Washington Post and a couple of different news outlets have written out. I've written about this, about how 15 governor uh, Republican led states decided to turn down a federal program that was basically going to feed the kids in the summertime. Right. And I first saw the headline for this sometime over the weekend, and it was about Mississippi. Right. Mm -hmm. And there was a direct thing that really bothered me about Mississippi turning this down, because uh, I was going to talk about this later, bring this up later, but the Mississippi governor, Tate Reeves, I'll dig into the entire reasoning behind uh, his declining this government aid, um, because there's more than just this one factor. But he's basically saying he didn't want the state to become a welfare state. Meanwhile, he's been siphoning money from the welfare programs in the state Allegedly, mm-hmm. allegedly to fund a volleyball court for Southern Mississippi University in conjunction with Brett Favre because his daughter worked there. So he's all for welfare and draining the resources to provide for the rich, even though that money is for the poor. But he doesn't want to have a welfare state. So that set me off on Tuesday. But I refused to give that whole topic a full segment. Yeah. When you sent this article to me. And, and it listed 15 states, mm-hmm. 15, nearly a third of this country decided that they did not want to feed kids in the summertime. I said, no, we need to devote a whole segment to this because it's going along with a lot of the themes that we've been talking about, mm-hmm. about how these states don't care about kids, even though they try to say that they care about kids. Right. But. I'm going to let you go ahead and give your thoughts on this whole thing before I I go down some of these different stuff that they're saying is the reason why they decided to turn it down. Yeah. So as you know, there are, there are millions of children that rely on breakfast and lunch at school because of food insecurity at home. So Uh, explain to them what food insecurity is because they may think it's, People out there may think, well, kids don't feel good about eating. No, that's not it. No, no. So um, there are a lot of reasons for food insecurity. The largest one, of course, is economic. Um, Depending on what state you're in, um, a lot of states, typically Republican-leaning states, make it very difficult to get food assistance. Um, It makes it very difficult to opt into the SNAP program, get food stamps, things like that. It could be where the the children live. Like my area of Atlanta is a food desert. So there Mm -hmm. aren't any, there aren't a lot of healthy options uh, within walking distance because there needs to be healthy options within walking distance because not everybody has a car. Um, It could be that these children are unhoused. We have, I know here in Atlanta, a large unhoused 
child population in uh, Clayton County. So, uh, which is a county just south of Metro Atlanta. So there could, there is a lot of reasons. Most of it is economic. They have parents or caregivers who are living, you know, under the poverty line and they don't have access, either access to food period or access to quality options. And you've got a lot of food pantries that are just overrun. I don't know if anybody has ever driven by a food pantry when they open, but the lines are usually around the block. So Mm -hmm. there are millions and millions of kids in this country that rely on during the school year, breakfast, the free breakfast, free or reduced breakfast and lunch that they receive at school. Now, when school is not in session in the summer, uh, these kids don't have access to that free lunch or to that free breakfast or reduced lunch or reduced breakfast. So the summer food program was actually a uh, approved as part of a bipartisan budget agreement in 2022. And the program was expect is expected to serve 21 million youngsters starting in June by providing 2.5 billion in relief across the country. So mm-hmm. when these 15 states opted to reject this federally funded program. Mind you, it is a federally funded program. Their state money is not going towards this program. When they rejected it, they're essentially denying benefits to about 8 million children across the country. And let's be clear. This this is a summer program that gives food assistance to low-income families Mm -hmm. with school aged children mm-hmm. k through 12 k right through 12 yes school aged children and there are existing summer meal programs but this is how this particular program is different mm-hmm. this new program provides 40 dollars per month per child with a cap of 120 dollars in grocery benefits uh, while the existing programs were reimbursement programs and they operators for a cost of meals served so first of all let's look at that Mm-hmm. It's $40 per kid with a cap of $120 total per household. So if you got four kids, it's still only $120. And right. the last I checked, $40 ain't enough to put gas in your car, much less put food on the table for one child for a whole month. That's mm-hmm. $10. Think about that. That's $10 a week per child. Mm-hmm. The math on that, I can't even do because yeah. you can't divide, you can divide seven into 10, but it's yeah. under a dollar. It's under $2 a yeah. day to feed yeah. a kid. And the last I checked, McDonald's don't have a dollar menu anymore. It doesn't? I, no, so they don't have I, a dollar menu anymore. S- side note, yeah, I didn't know up? that because I haven't <laughs> been to McDonald's probably in over a year. Well. Uh, I did not know that. I frequent McDonald's because I love the McNuggets. Because why? I'm a chicken nugget eating bitch, as my yes. best friend would say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I frequent McDonald's and the, yeah. th- there's no more dollar menu. And even wow. if there was a dollar menu, that means you could get one thing. Yeah. Right. So this is not some windfall for families to feed their kids. It's a little bit of help. Right. The new pro- the new program is available to all families with children who are eligible for free or reduced price school lunches. So there isn't like this 
is giving out money to every family, right? Mm -hmm. Once again, it's low-income families with school-aged children who are already in existing, uh, who are already uh, eligible for free or reduced price school lunches. Once again, when school is out during the summertime, where do they get their breakfast and lunch? Right. It's got to be provided by the family. The family doesn't have these the incomes to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. The new program allows for families to use the EBT card to buy food at stores that accept SNAP benefits. While the existing programs require children to eat meals at a designated sites and therefore grab and go. So once again, old programs or programs that are already in existence is go over to this community center and go ahead and grab you a little bit of lunch and go home. This yeah. new program is, hey, look, that $40, that $80, $120, we're going to add that to your EBT card, your SNAP card, so that you can go to the grocery store and actually go buy groceries. Yes. Uh, the new and, and they still operate at the same nutrition standards as all other programs that are that are provided right now. Mm-hmm. So I want to get into the reasons why these 15 governors, because we want to give them the benefit of a doubt, right? right? Why would you deny these programs? Obviously, you must have a good reason to deny these programs. Jay, do you want to talk about some of the stuff that you read that hit you as far as why some of these governors wanted to not to do to deny these programs to these kids? Yeah, it's pretty much disgusting reasons. Um, So Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds said she saw no need to add money to a program that helps food insecure use when childhood obesity has become an epidemic. Ma'am, we're Mm. talking about children who are food insecure. Children who are food insecure we have to keep not be obese. Well, some of them are, right? And There's if some they are, and if they are, it is because around them is a food desert where mm-hmm. there are not quality options for food. The cheapest things to get are processed foods, foods that are high in calories, high in fat, and high in sugar. Hamburger when, helper. Yes. Ramen noodles. All that, all that process, all processed food has excess amounts of sugar. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why you see a lot of people in low-income families and in low-income neighborhoods that suffer from diabetes. Right. It's because of the foods they consume. It's not. I mean, the food. Look, sometimes these foods are delicious. If you throw a hot pocket in front of my face, let me tell you, I you might don't have not to tell me. Down. Right, I might not turn it down. Delicious. But, but I'm not eating hot pockets all the time because I have enough money that I can get something healthier. Yes. Right? That's yes. sometimes that's not the option for these people. So you got Iowa governor who's talking about these kids is fat. We don't want to give them more money for food. They ain't got food. That's the part of the problem. The part. Also, the have you ever yes. noticed when they used to show the little starving kids in other countries how they would be really skinny but had these big pot bellies? Yes, that is called a distended belly, and it is a physical manifestation of hunger. Right, exactly. What your yeah. body does when you don't feed itself, it puts itself in starvation mode, which mm-hmm. means, and this is the nutritionist and trainer that's coming out of me, when your body is in starvation mode, your body will feed off of the muscle and store the fat. Yes. That's how you get people that are 
skinny, but had these big pot bellies. They're starving. Mm-hmm. They're starving. So uh, that really annoyed me. But she wasn't the only one. There were some no. other people. Were there any? Were there any more that really struck a chord with you? Nebraska Governor Jim mm-hmm. Pillen, who mm-hmm. said bluntly, "Quote." I don't believe in welfare. Um, baby, you don't have to believe in it. It's real. Yep. It's real and it's necessary. And I'll tell you why it's necessary. Because in 2021, 12.5% of households were facing food insecurity. In 2022, it was up to 17.3%. So there is an increase in food insecurity in this country, an increase. So there are 21, again, this would have helped 21 million children. And just these 15 states are depriving 8 million children. 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 The opportunity to have a healthy breakfast and lunch. Because I'm going to tell you, it's easier to buy the sugar cereal, which is cheaper and will last Mm -hmm. you longer than than the same cost in eggs, which you could probably only get you a half a dozen Mm -hmm. to make a healthy scrambled eggs or something for breakfast for your child. So, and, and guess what? Fresh eggs and stuff, they're not really always that fresh at the corner store. Right. If if they're even there, if they're even there. So the cool thing about this program is that it offers this money, not just to buy food at grocery stores, but also farmers markets Mm. where you can go and get fresh organic produce for your family. Mm. They're denying for, for truly, this isn't a political issue. It's about feeding hungry children. That's not a political issue. How, 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 in what way can you sleep at night knowing that you have turned down money that you did not have to do anything for? That's the thing that bothers me the most about this. They act like state funds are going toward this. This is a fully federally funded program. All you had to do was say yes to the money. Well, so some of them, like my man, uh, Tate Reeves, who basically says, well, well, Tate, you know, that's the governor of Mississippi, the one that, Mm -hmm. you know, allegedly, allegedly that was stealing money from the welfare system to fund uh, a newly built uh, volleyball stadium at Southern Mississippi. He emphasized that he wouldn't take the extra funds um, because he wanted to avoid expanding the welfare state and creating dependency on government assistance. He also claimed that the state already had an existing summer meal programs or other initiatives to adjust child hunger. Uh, he cited administrative costs, staff capacity, and nutritional standards of the program as challenges or barriers. Now, I've heard that from a lot of governors of the state that said, hey, we already have something. Well, I, at the top of this, I pointed out the differences between existing programs and this program. Okay. Mm. So this one is vastly different. And I've already pointed that out. I'm not going to rehash that again. But a lot of them I saw said, well, we don't have the administrative capability to do it. I'm sorry. It's a federally funded program. Right. Find the resources, hire the people so that you can administer this program. Right. But you don't really want to do it 
because you don't really care about the kids. And we can continue on to talk about this. But the reason why the Mississippi governor set me off this weekend and why I touched on it a little bit on Tuesday is because, you know, Jay, you know what my biggest pet peeve is about people. Hypocrites. Hypocrisy. (laughs) So they claim up and down that they care about the children. How many of these states that deprived these kids of food, Mm -hmm. deprived these kids of of food, have anti-abortion laws? All of them? Yeah. Why? Because they believe in the life of the child. How many of these states have anti-transgender laws? The majority of them? Yeah. How many of these states have been doing book banning and stripping away education? The majority of them. And when I say the majority of them, like I had the the list in front of me, it's like for each category, it's 12 or 13. I mean, 12 or 15 or 13 or 15 Mm -hmm. or all 15. So they say that they care about the children, right? They say that they, they're, they're, they're anti-abortion because they want to care for the children's lives. But yet, once the children are born, we're seeing no matter what, if they're born in certain circumstances, you really don't care about the kids that much. Right. You don't. You care about the kids so much. You care about the kids so much. You don't want any type of education to indoctrinate them. But you strip them away from all knowledge of the history of the country that they actually live in. Mm-hmm. So you're making them dumber. You're depriving them the right of them being who they are. Yeah. Just because you don't understand it or because you don't want to accept it when you make these anti-transgender laws. So for all these governors that say they're for the kids, because don't forget the anti-transgender laws, especially the drag law, is because they're saying that transgender people or drag queens are pedophiles, when in fact, I still have not found a case yet where no. a drag queen has been accused of pedophilia. But you know where I have seen it? I've seen it in the schools. I've seen it in the church. I've seen police officers. Seen I've seen it in doctors. Congress. I've seen it in the Congress. I've seen it everywhere else except for here. So you don't really give a damn about the kids as evident by all of your actions, which you care about is what you care about and making sure that what you believe in is forced upon everybody else. And if anybody else challenges you on it, all of a sudden you're being canceled, even though you have every platform to spew your hatred that you want to, but yet you care for the kids. So that's what really, really pissed me off is that here we, here's a prime example. If you care for the kids, give them the basic human need of food. Yeah. It, it's not it, it's not something that we can debate on. Mm-mm. Food is a human right. You have a right to food. Like and the fact that we can even argue about that is insane to me. Not to mention the states that rejected this program are among the poorest states in this country. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you are the states that Alabama, Mississippi, Kentucky, Kentucky, 
you are the states that need this program the most. Your constituents are the ones that need this program the most. Mm -hmm. And you're denying them access to it. And I'm watching it firsthand because of Georgia, of course, is one of the states. Georgia is also one of the states that have not fully extended Medicaid eligibility to low-income individuals. And so I'm seeing it firsthand with people that I know trying to get benefits for their children and having the damnedest time doing it because they've e- they've either made it Im- too difficult, the process too difficult, or they've just made it downright impossible. And unless and for, for a lot of people don't understand what Medicaid is. Medicaid is a government funded program for healthcare, right? Yes. More yes. importantly, uh, it's for low income families. More importantly, uh, it helps low income families that have children. Yes. It gives children. Healthcare, and yes. also it doesn't apply to adults in most cases. Mm-hmm. But covered under that Medicare for children is being able to go to the dentist, right? Right. So basic, basic stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Florida was another state that was reducing access to Medicaid. You know, all these people are talking about, yeah, I'm going down to Florida. I'm moving to Texas and this and that. Yeah, okay, that's great. If you got money, those are states with no state income tax mm-hmm. yeah you might you might be all right if you're poor it is pointless to live in those states because they don't care about you right they don't care about you and i understand what some people are going to say you know well we had to we had to put a handle on welfare because some people are taking advantage of the system no matter what system that you have people are going to take advantage of it that's what people do people are going to take advantage of situations hey when they were handing out them ppp loans there was a lot of rich people that a already lot of had them, money again in Congress. That was taking that money mm-hmm. and when didn't it have to have pay it back, it. and didn't mm-hmm. have to pay it back. Right, right. Got their loans forgiven. Mm-hmm. I ain't even gonna get into that. Well, we, we can move on. Chat, we can move chat. on. I ain't you even know, gonna I, get into that. I, I'm heated and I'm angry. Yeah, and I got a headache now. Because this just angers me. This is this is the kids, yeah. and you know, Bruce and Bruce yes. love the kids. Like it's their kids. Yes, they, they are. Kids are the greatest treasures that we have in humanity, mm-hmm. because kids are honest. They're pure. All of the all of our flaws, they don't have. Mm-hmm. They don't hate anybody. They don't judge anybody. Kids, you put them on a playground, they will literally walk up to each other and say, hey, you want to race, no matter what you are, no matter what you look like, no matter what your nationality is. Adults teach them hate. Adults teach them to look at something that is different than you and judge it. Adults do that. Kids don't do that. Adults, adults, Adults teach them insecurity. Yep. Like it, it, it doesn't even have to be outward displays of of hatred. They, you're often the voice that's in their heads mm-hmm. with the negative thoughts that they have. So we have such an impact on these kids and truly dropping the ball in in protecting them from things like gun violence and providing for them. Uh, safe places to live and um, play, uh, being food food secure. We're just dropping the ball 
in their education, healthcare. There's no, there's no avenue where we are not messing this up. And I don't understand the real, the real issue. Cause it can't possibly, oh, I don't, I don't believe in welfare. What are you talking about? What are you even talking about? That's not a real I, stance. I'll tell what you are what you, talking the, I, about? you want to know what the real issue is. Here's the real issue. These politicians equate welfare to black and brown. Mm-hmm. When in reality, the people getting the most welfare are white. Per per capita, yeah. Per cap, that's what I mean. But if you just the people that the that money is going into the hands of the most are white people. Yeah, it's not a black it. or brown issue. It's a poor issue. Yeah, and poor don't poor don't discriminate. Poor it is poor. Truly doesn't like there are. Did you forget these states have rural areas? Woo, where they don't even that have food internet access. Yes. They don't have, and like, there's something like, you know, like, all right, Jay, do you have any last parting things on this? Because you about to, yeah, you, it, it, the, <laughs> when it's the kids, you just, yeah, you know, boy, like, oh I can boy. deal with a lot. You can attack me as a black man. I can take it. I can fight back. But the kids can't. The kids you know, can't they're fight hungry that. and they're starving. There's nothing else that they can really do. And then you wonder why a starving kid might turn to crime to feed himself. Well, you've been depriving that kid of food. Right. They're How hungry. How's, how's that kid supposed to stay up and do their homework or just stay up in the classroom and be able to pay attention when their stomach is growling? No, you don't really yeah. care about the kids. No. You don't care about them. Mind you, these kids are in the classroom all day, starting seven in the morning. Mm-hmm. They're in the classroom all day. And when you get home from work, you want to come home, sit down on the couch. They got more work to do when they come yep. home. Yep. They got a full-time job and a part-time job. Yep. <laughs> and we can't even do them the basic courtesy of getting them something to eat. Some need. That's all it is. Wow. Well, Jay, I'm tired of, I, you know, this. I, I try not to bash Republicans. I try not to, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but either they're doing something evil or they're doing something absolutely hilarious. Yes. And in the words of Al Bundy, this one Kentucky congressman believes that nothing says loving than marrying your cousin. We're going to get into that next. Now, Jay, you told me you ain't want to talk about this, but I said, I said, this is too funny to not talk about. So I had to bring it up. Mm -hmm. And what is this story? I had it on my little stories on Instagram and people were like, that's funny. This isn't real. I was like, no, it is real. Yeah. Uh, A Kentucky congressman named Nick Wilson. Some people might remember Nick Wilson because he was in Survivor. I don't watch Survivor. So. I don't know who he is. I know who he is now, Mm -hmm. Uh, but he's a Republican state representative and he won uh, the Survivor Show in 2018. Mm -hmm. Now, he was raised in Williamsburg, Kentucky uh, by his father and his grandmother after his parents split up. 
he has four siblings uh, and three step siblings. Um, he was the first person in his family to graduate from college, getting a bachelor's degree in political science from the University of Kentucky in 2013. He went on to attend the University of Alabama Law School. Wilson worked as a public defender in Williamsburg, Kentucky, before becoming a prosecutor for the Commonwealth's Attorney's Office of the 34th Judicial Circuit in 2018. Uh, Wilson w said that his legal education helped him win Survivor. Uh, because he used his skills of logic and mm -hmm. persuasive argument, making friends and alliances and gathering the use of information. So that's that's his words. Right. Recently, he filed a bill to add sexual contact to the incest statute in Kentucky, which he said was motivated by his, his desire to combat familial and cynical abuse in the state. He said he wanted to protect the victims of incest from being coerced or manipulated into sexual relationships by their relatives. Yes. The only problem was he made a mistake on the bill when he inadvertently removed first cousins from the list of relationships mm -hmm. that qualify as incest, effectively legalizing sex between first cousins in the state of Kentucky. He's saying. He didn't intend for that to be the case. And it was a drafting error. Yes. Now. Which he did correct within the day. Like he did. He did I don't go care. Back. <laughs> I don't care. But it's such like. It, did he you, correct it? If you were did to think of the stereotype of Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky. I had a friend to reach out to me on Instagram and, uh, she was like, makes sense. It was Kentucky. I almost thought it was Alabama. She was yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you currently located in Alabama? I was like, hell no, I ain't currently located in Alabama. But if I was, I would still understand your statement. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a couple yeah. of states. Alabama, yeah. Mississippi. I'm not too sure about the Dakotas. You know, any of them, the Idahos, anywhere, you know, Utah maybe. I don't, I don't know about certain secular sets that, you know, what they yeah. doing out here in the streets. You know, I don't know. But what I know personally from from my family, first cousins, gross. Second cousins, gross. Third cousins, gross. Any yeah. other bloodline, gross. This ain't 1400 England? Uh, no. And, and, and let me tell you something. The inbreeding <laughs> caused problems. Right. Okay? So, so that's just too genetically close. That is my that is my aunt's child. Like that's right. too damn. And then when you think about how close cousins can be, particularly like in the black community. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We no. know all our first cousins yes. and our second cousins. We, yes. th some of them are like siblings to yes. us. That's how yes. close cousins could be. <laughs> so, yes. So, so, all right. He said it was a mistake. He, but it just so happens that this mistake happened in the state of Kentucky with a right. Republican. That's all right. I'm saying. That's all I'm And, and did he say it was an it error? Hilarious. Yeah, that makes it hilarious. Also, he he said it was an error, but he said it was an error once it became super public and right. became a laughing stock. Yes. Did he did he originally intend to have first cousins? I'm gonna do like the former president Donald Trump. Some people are saying. Mm -hmm. that he knew what he was doing. Some people are saying, that's all I'm saying. Maybe Some people are saying. To, maybe trying to slip something in under the radar. <laughs> he got and it, you know. somebody caught it. 
And it's not, and it's not like this uh, bill is not something that's important. It is. Um, it is in protecting um, young people or any family member from any kind of coercion or things like that. Incest and stuff. This is an important bill. So it kind of makes it a little ridiculous. And so his whole thing is like, I hope it doesn't torpedo the bill. This whole thing that makes it, you know, so ridiculous. But he said it was a mistake. I I don't know. Like, why was it omitted? Like, why was it removed? Somebody, somebody that was helping him draft it, either him or somebody was helping him draft it was like, look, I've been in love with my cousin all my life. I think we should be able to be together. Somebody, somebody because, wanted some cousin love. Because this, I mean, the <laughs> list is pretty clear. It's parent, clear. parent, child, grandparent, grandchild, great-grandparent, great-grandchild, <laughs> uncle, aunt, nephew, niece, brother, sister, first cousin, ancestor, or descendant. Like, it's pretty clear. And so to go in from that list and remove first cousin like feels feels like it <laughs> feels like it might have been on purpose hey look my man was I like sneak look, a little something in as i said in the last segment al bundy said it best when he talked about peg's family mm-hmm. where the state model was i believe it was west virginia Nothing says loving than marrying your cousin. My man, Nick Wilson, believed in that. <laughs> we're we're I, slandering Nick Wilson. Yeah, he really, said he was really gonna are. fix it. We really look, are. somebody he did, he did fix it. Also, it was just a proposal. It did it it didn't pass. So like it, it's just it's just a but proposed just don't measure hear, at this point. You just don't hear this is the reason why I find it funny. You know, okay. on top of the last segment and Republicans denying kids food. It, it seems like Republicans do a lot of hateful stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But here was an instance where it wasn't hateful. It was celebration yeah. of love, family love. No. <laughs> it was not. It's not. It's just not okay. It's just not okay. No, I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying, hey, at least at one point, you know, we harp and harp on Republicans for, for some of their hateful acts. This was an act that was done for love. No. <laughs> I just... I, just I, I am hoping that it is what he says it is. I, and that I, it was you, simply a gaffe. It was a, <laughs> simply a drafting error. I don't know why, if you copy in and paste in from the current <laughs> law... Why some reason first cousin got omitted from that copy paste? And think about it though. If you're gonna omit something that had right. was incest related, right. Because you was trying to slip under the radar. Right. It would be first cousins. It would be cousin. It would be yeah, that it would, would be, be cousins. It. Yeah. It, it, would, it would be cousins, right? Yes. Because I yes. guess second cousins is isn't illegal. That isn't considered incest in the state of Kentucky. It listen, it wasn't on the list. The right. list was pretty clear. <laughs> your second so, cousin is neither your ancestor nor your descendant. So, so so basically I was right. 
Their motto is nothing says loving to marrying your cousin. So I had a right to still joke because they just they just gonna go back and change it to first cousins. But second yes. cousins is okay. Hey, it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> because that's my aunt's child's child. Right. That's, that's my aunt's grandchild. Right. Like that's I my aunt's grandchild. That we can't do no. Woo, we uh, I needed that laugh because they pissed me off the last segment. Yeah. But this segment, hey, look, they gave me a little bit of laughter. Yeah. Uh, Jay, what do you want to tell the people out there? Hey, let me tell you something. Vaseline <laughs> <laughs> is my go-to skincare product. If mm. you want something that not ju- that doesn't just protect your skin, but also keeps the moisture in... Mm. You would just add a little dollop of Vaseline to your uh, to your night cream, your lotion, anything. It's good to sleep with it on your face at night. It's very hydrating. I was hydrating. just going to ask. Well, I'm not going to mix that with my night creams on my yeah, face. Yeah, just put a nah, little dollop. No, nah, I'm going to leave it alone. But now for my hands and my feet, especially it, my feet. Yep. Put it on your All feet. Right, put that. some socks on. Sleep also, with that overnight. Ladies Soften. and gentlemen. Yeah. For those people that that don't do this, wash your feet. Mm-hmm. Put lotion on your feet. Yeah, because some of do y'all that, looking please. like the Hobbit. <laughs> some of y'all looking like you didn't walk barefoot through the woods your whole life. Yeah, some of y'all I... are looking real natural, real prehistoric. <laughs> That's what you say about my feet. Yes. That's what you still say about my feet. I'm yeah, trying. Yeah, they are I'm still trying. natural. They are still I'm, just, hey, I'm cut trying. You, just cut your nails, for God's sake. Oh, no, I cut my nails all the time. It's, okay. it's the damn years of sports, and even now, still yeah. working out of the gym. I be working the hell out of my feet. Yeah. Calluses yeah. All right. All right, Jay. Well, thank you again for yeah. another sibling happy hour. I don't know why the hell I'm thinking you. you my partner. my co-host. I, I, I'm, I'm, a de- co-host. I'm delirious I'm... right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I've just been working all day and doing all yeah. this. We got another show to film after this. So with that said, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Mm-hmm. As always, no, wait a minute. Thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you for watching. Until next time, as always, I'll holla. Woo. That was a hell of a show. Thank you for rocking with us here on Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Now, before you go, don't forget to follow, subscribe, like, comment, and share our podcast wherever you're listening or watching it to it. Pass it along to your friends. If you enjoy it, that means the people that you rock with will enjoy it also. So share the wealth, share the knowledge, share the noise. And for all those people that say, well, I don't have a YouTube. If you have a Gmail account, you have a YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can actually watch our video podcast but the real party is on our patreon page after hours uncensored and talking straight ish after hours uncensored is another show with my sister and once again the key word there is uncensored those are exclusively on our patreon page jump onto our website at unsolicitedperspective.com for all things us that's where you can get all of our audio video our blogs and even buy our merch and if you really feel ingenuous and want to help us out you can donate on our donations page donation 
anxious go strictly to improving our software and hardware so we can keep giving you guys good content that you can clearly listen to and that you can clearly see so any donation would be appreciated most importantly i want to say thank you thank you thank you for listening and watching and supporting us and i'll catch you next time audi 5000 peace